welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode, we'll explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Welcome to the Authentically You podcast, and thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited. We've got the amazing Sarah Jane in the house. Now, Sarah Jane is the founder of Step by Step, and she lives in Swindon in Wilshire, UK. Sarah Jane's core value is authenticity, especially with her social media posts. She offers posts, she often posts live feeds straight from the sweaty workout and realizes that people she wants to reach are often made to feel inadequate through social media that is why authenticity is so important to her she is working tirelessly to raise awareness of the growing food addiction that is causing an obesity crisis in her own country not just her home country i believe it'll be around the world trying to make people understand that it is a lack of self-worth self-belief that drives any addiction Sarah transformed her health and fitness after reaching over 21 stone in weight and her weight had started to have a negative effect on her physical and mental health. Sarah has extensive experience with weight loss and can help you make the lifestyle changes to become the person that you want to be. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Thank you, Kirsty. Thank you so much for inviting me. No problem. Tell us about tell us about your journey. So um I'm 52 now and I started my journey when I was 26 because my periods had stopped. Mm -hmm. So I'd gone to my doctor and um I hadn't weighed myself for ages and I was totally in denial about my weight and I thought I weighed about 14 or 15 stone max and um she I got on these great big old fashioned dial scales that only yeah, went up to 20 God. stone. And then when I got on there, they went round and then they went round even more. And I honestly, I was horrified, gobsmacked, speechless that I weighed that much. And um, the GP was very standoffish and was like, well, you're eating yourself to death. And 
Wow. And it was clear from my body language and that I was mentally not in a good place. Yeah. Um, and I would like to think that if that happened now, it would be treated very differently. But unfortunately, I left the GP's appointment in tears and just thought, well, the, well, the thing is, I was an emotional eater, Kirsty. I was uh, in a really bad, abusive relationship from the age of 14 uh -huh. to 28. So yeah. all that did was compound my low self-worth. I wasn't a very confident child. I I just craved love and affection. So if I was given anything, I felt grateful for it. So I used to eat in secret. Um, he would say hurtful comments and then I would turn to food. Um, we led very separate lives, had a lot of time on my own. And I would just eat and it was always sweet food because I associated that with love because my gran used to bake cookies and oh. cakes. Mm -hmm. And so that that's what I did. I was basically self-medicating. Yeah. But any any addiction is you don't feel enough. So you're looking for something external mm -hmm. to make you feel better, whether that's shopping, you think, oh, if I have that dress, I'll look pretty enough or if I have you know anyway you you know it doesn't work and I couldn't believe that I weighed that much honestly I was gobsmacked and I really really look back at that GP appointment as a crossroads in my life because I could have gone one way or the Absolutely. other yeah yeah because what he um, actually said to you could have easily pushed you over the over the top yeah it was very triggering yeah because she spoke the way she spoke to me as well it's like I was not an intelligent person she was yeah. like very slow and patronizing and I felt like I was at school being told off I thought gosh I'm not five years old you yeah. know yeah and um so yeah it, it was a crossroads and I don't I mean I was a serial dieter like we all yeah. are you know, that diet industry's inbred in us. And by the time I was 14, I'd already done... So in the UK, we have something called the Cambridge diet, where you just have like three milkshakes a day. I was doing that at 14 years old with not eating any wow. food. Yeah. Then I went to Weight Watchers, which is, was a totally humiliating experience to stand up and get weighed in front of everyone and then go around the room and tell everyone how you've done. It, it was horrendous yeah. and then again that low self-worth it doesn't mm -hmm. make you feel good so it was all based on me hating myself and wanting to look a certain way whenever I'd failed at losing weight it was because I thought I want to be a size whatever or I want the scale to say this number but this time the difference was I need this to be healthy I need to lose some weight to be healthy and what that was, was the game changing i i i wanted to have children mm -hmm. and i knew that that was not going to happen at the way i was so i had to look at everything it, it it was a big decision but ultimately it saved my life because i thought i'm not going to talk to this about anyone because I felt great shame about my yeah. disordered mm -hmm. relationship with food, really ashamed and embarrassed and very, very lonely, which is why I started my support group. 
because I didn't want anyone to experience that on their own because yeah. I believe that sharing things with other people is very healing Absolutely. and um and that's why I want to keep what I do as real as possible mm-hmm. and so I literally started because I was so large Kirsty I'd get pointed out in the street I remember sitting in restaurants and having wow. people groups of lads laugh at me you know I went I love my Swindon Town football. I remember going to the football match and getting stuck in the turnstile. Oh, I remember going yeah. on an aeroplane and the seatbelt not fitting around me. So I'd really suffered humiliation. So I thought, right, I'm just going to start by walking every day. Yeah. So I used to wait for it to get dark at night until it was like nine o'clock at night. And then I would go out and I literally started by walking half an hour a day. Yeah. And within like two weeks, I felt better my breathing was easier. I could get up the stairs at home easier. So that is how I started. One little thing like that. And then that created this, yeah, this created this, oh, a bit of a feel good mentally. Then that helped my mental health. And so then I started drinking more water because I literally used to drink coffee and full sugar Coke. That was all I drank. I didn't even drink what I dread to think how dehydrated my body was so yeah that's that's how I started little gradual changes at a time my periods restarted wow because the body is an amazing machine how it heals itself yeah and um it was interesting because I had something called polycystic ovary syndrome which was caused by my excess weight Mm -hmm. and when I lost the weight the last time I had my ovary scanned they had gone so yeah. the body is really amazing and you know it, it, you you can change i was always told when i was growing up wow you'll always be a big girl and yeah. people make these throwaway oh, comments big boned <laughs> yeah. yeah all those things well, you're always gonna be a big girl love you know you're never gonna be a skinny mini so have a bit of cake have a bit more cake so <laughs> Yeah, and it's not helpful. And those comments and those thoughts, they stay in your head. They really do. And they do. tell you. They're like a narrative for your life, aren't yeah. they? Especially when they're said when you're young, because that's yes. your formative years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, one thing at a time, went on to have two children. And then when I had my second child, he was six months old. And that relationship had gone from verbal abuse to physical abuse. And so I ended that relationship at the age of 28. I had a six-month-old and a 20-month-old. What gave what you the strength for that? Wow, that that is another interesting comment. Because my low self-worth, yeah. I'm glad you asked that question, actually, made me think, oh, wow. Yeah. It, it, I deserve this. Yeah, I don't deserve any better because he would tell me every day, you're a fat, ugly bitch and no one else will want you. I used to get told that every day and I believed it to be true. And so I thought, oh, and he had control of all the finances. He, I didn't even have my own bank account. The car was in his name and he took everything away from me. Luckily, our house was in joint names and I started again at the age of 28. And by that point I had lost six stone so after my second child in the period of two and a bit years I'd had two babies and lost six stone yeah and that was just through walking 
trying to cut out the processed foods because I find those really triggering for me because yeah. of all the sugar, the salt, the more you eat, the more you want. So I just ate basic food, home-cooked foods, and started again. And that's when I joined a gym. So at 28 was the first time I'd joined a gym. So you obviously felt bitter about yourself to go to the gym, otherwise yeah. you wouldn't have... Well, I, I think my children, I left that relationship for my children because I thought they yeah. deserved better. I didn't, I couldn't do it for me. Yeah. But I had a daughter as well, and I thought, what am I doing, what am I showing her? If I yeah. stay and I'm treated like this, what am I showing her? Yeah. And, you know, luckily I I left when they were babies. So, yeah, I I, I got out for them, Kirsty. Yeah, I got out for them. And, and actually, I'm so glad I have my children, you know, I'm really proud of them. And... You know, raising them was one of my greatest achievements, but they inspired me again because of that lack of self-worth. I thought, I want to be the fit and healthy mum running around yeah. with them. We were yeah. always outside, you know, running around. And, you know, the reality of being 21 and a half stone was I I couldn't have done those things. You yeah. know, it, I used to get out of breath going up the stairs to go to bed. It was exhausting. Yeah. Everything hurt. And so, yeah, I made it all about my health because every magazine I read was so toxic. It was like, go and burn some calories, shred your body, yeah, do all these. And everything was really extreme. And I can't begin to tell you I, what I did was the total opposite of that. And because everybody wants a quick fix, they go all out. But you can't sustain it. No, you can't sustain that. that. Yeah, so that, it's really, that is my approach. Yeah, it's really beautiful that you've said that it just get started with 30-minute walk mm. just to get started, and you can see those results within mm. a couple of weeks. Breathing was better, yeah. you felt mentally better. I've seen, I've worked in a gym and seen people come in with all the enthusiasm in the world go absolutely crazy hard for two three days yeah. and then we never see them again because yeah. they just are going way too fast they want the results but they, their body mm. is not ready for that you can't no. just in a hundred percent and just go flat tack no. it's no. not sustainable no it? and and the thing is as well like i had 26 years of a basically abusing my body with really high sugar food mm -hmm. and I'm not going to change that in six to eight weeks yeah so that's what you want to look at as well whatever age you are think well I've been doing this for say I'm 30 for 30 years so how on earth can you expect when they call it is it the six week shred or the 12 yeah. week shred Challenge how can you change mm. yeah 30 years of you know overeating not exercise how can you change all of that in three months it's ridiculous so we're getting sold a lie by, yeah. by social media magazines newspapers and i know we were talking earlier kirsty about even that ten thousand steps we've had that ran yeah. down our throats for years mm -hmm. and even now they've backpedaled on that and said actually four thousand steps a day is enough yeah so it's not 
extreme is consistency. Consistency is key mm-hmm. to everything and to sustaining it because 97% of people can go on a diet and lose weight. Yeah. Because, you know, some of them are so restrictive as well, you know, and yeah, you're going to lose weight. If you just eat chicken and broccoli, if you just eat a plate full of salad, you are going to lose weight. Can you sustain that? Mm. And is it making you happy? Because the food I eat is joyful food. It's colourful. It's nutritious. It makes me feel good. It's tasty. Yeah. And that's how I can sustain it. Yeah. You know, and, and, only 3% of people sustain the weight that they lose. So it proves that my methods work. Yeah. I'm living proof that it works. And it infuriates me because the diet industry has a 97% failure rate, yet it's a multi-billion pound profit industry. That is insane. It is. And I think what makes me really sad, Kirsty, as well, is it preys on us not liking ourselves. Yeah. It preys on us yeah. hating ourselves. Because it you, you can be like this, you can look like that. But what's wrong with me? What's wrong yeah. with me being me? And I always say I love my imperfectly perfect body. My oh. body is perfect for me, but it's imperfect, obviously. 52 but it's perfect for me and I'm always so grateful whenever I exercise I mean I took up running at the age of 40 because I'd been going to the gym for 12 years and I found that indoor environment I was getting a bit fed up with being indoors yeah so at the age of 40 as a little treat to myself I signed up on a beginner's course and I did the couch to 5k yeah and I really enjoyed it and uh, I got a bit addicted. So I've run over 50 half marathons, four full marathons, and London Marathon twice. Wow. So congratulations. I was, yeah. Uh, but again, I was one of the slowest runners in my club. I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Because how could I compare myself to someone that had run at school, run for the county, was a super duper, you know, yeah. like a greyhound whippet? Yeah, that wasn't my journey. My journey was, I started running at forty, and yeah. you know, no one can take those medals away from me. Don't, don't. Yeah. My advice to anyone is, do not compare yourself to oh, anybody else. You be you, and love you for being you. That is um, that is beautiful. How do we, how do we do that more? How do we, yeah, doing that because it's. It is something yeah. that I think we all really know, but don't know how mm. to put into action, right? Yeah, it is. I think it comes with Kirsty's self-acceptance today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here today. This is where I am. And I think, especially with food, look at the reasons why you're eating. Mm-hmm. So every time I got criticism from that toxic relationship I would turn to food I used food like it was my friend I felt empty inside lack of love and so I would eat food to feel full I was trying to fill a void of self-love so that was my reason why so to if 
if you're starting on your journey, look at why. Why do you turn to food? We we know that people at work quite often say, you know, when, when you're in the office at work, they might say, I've had such a bad day, I'm going to get a bottle of wine on the way home from work. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have a few glasses of wine tonight because it's been such a bad day. But yeah. nobody says, do you know what? I've had such a bad day. I'm going to go to the supermarket on the way home. I'm going to buy a family-sized cake, three packets of biscuits and four chocolate bars. Well, that's what yeah. I used to do. Yeah. Packet of jam donuts. I'd eat them in the car before I even got home. Yeah. So, but nobody talks about it. It's very taboo. No. Yeah. Look at your reasons. Why, why am I doing this? Am I hungry? I always ask myself that every day. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry? Do you want this? Do you yeah. need this? And, um, but accepting where you are today, look at your something like this is where I am today. Where do I want to be tomorrow? And that's where I started. I wanted to, oh, and the answer to my question was, I want to be healthier tomorrow. Yeah. I, I want to be a mum. I want to be a fit and active mum. And I'm not going to do that with the eating habits that I've got. It's, it's not achievable. So I was putting barriers, a little bit of self-destructive behaviour because I didn't think yeah. I was worth being the best version of myself. Yeah. After all, like we said, I was told you're always going to be a big girl. Mm-hmm. And those thoughts stay in our heads, don't they? Yeah. So I didn't believe that I could be. So I, the, the first is accepting where you are and then talking to yourself nicely. You know, I, I would, if I made a mistake, I, the way I talk to myself, I would never talk to my friends the way oh. I, I would you know if you yeah if you make an error oh you stupid cow why are you doing that wrong and i wouldn't talk to my friends like that i'd i'd be like oh don't we know, are really I'm harsh on ourselves aren't we yeah yeah so really start noticing the way you talk to yourself um and try and be your own best friend and think about the things that you do like you know if yeah. if you like your hair or you know, if, if you think, oh, I've got really nice eyelashes or just think about something like that and a little act of self-love. So it may be that I worked with one lady, she was addicted to crisps every night. She would sit and eat family packets because she said, I'm not even hungry, I'm just bored. Yes. So she used to paint her nails because she said, I can't put my hand in the packet. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, I felt great sitting there looking at my nice nails and then all of a sudden she didn't want the crisps I thought this is brilliant idea Uh, you know a little act of self-love put a treatment mask on your hair or a face pack do something to be kind to yourself you know and and the good thing about where I started from as well was the walking didn't cost any money yes free you know and we can all think of reasons not to do things absolutely the excuses yeah but it's got to come down to your reasons why you know motivation doesn't come and knock on your door it starts with action Mm -hmm. and that really really goes back to the beginning of my story when I just started walking I probably wasn't very motivated but after two weeks it kicked in I took some action and that motivation spurred me on to make the next change which was you know bringing water in and then that felt better 
So that action spurred me on and motivated me. So in order to get motivated, in order to change, you need to take action. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard. But it may be that you, you know, this is why I want to build a community that talk about food addiction. Because accountability is everything. If you've oh, got a friend that you're meeting to walk, you will go. You will go if it's raining. You know, you'll just put a walkproof on and probably have great fun laughing in the rain, walking together. Yeah. But you will never regret it. The only time you regret it is if you don't go. Absolutely. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we were talking earlier. I, I've lost a lot of friendships that hurt. Oh, yes. But the more authentic I've been, the more myself I've been, and the more open I've been, I just attract different people into my life that are really supportive, that are really like... So, for instance, I've got some arthritis issues in my knee at the moment, so I haven't been able to run much at all this year. But I've just gone back to the walk running, and I, I met her for coffee yesterday, and I was saying to her, you know, I'm starting right at the beginning. She was like, "What? Just wipe the slate clean. Don't compare yourself to what you used to be mm. able to do." And she said, "Let's go out together next Tuesday, and I'll do a walk run with you." That's the type of friend I've got. They're Not a good one. That is, but that is all I want in my life now. And as yourself, it's all you deserve in your life too, don't you? You don't yeah. need those negative Nancys in your life to bring you down because it takes you take possibly takes you a step backwards when all you want to do is move forward right yeah yeah and then if you go backwards the old coping mechanisms coming in and my coping mechanisms is eating Mm -hmm. and so yeah i it it's all just been a journey kirsty it's not you know and it but it's all evolved quite naturally as well which is again not this quick card fix thing it's been a gradual thing which is why i think that my body is all about is is the Mm. the journey it's about um the universe or whatever providing you what you need when you need it and rather than you going oh i need this i need that i need to do this i need to do that that's not how it works when you're authentic things happen ideas come to you opportunities come to you the right people arrive in your life Mm -hmm. you know it's the most magical beautiful journey it's challenging Mm -hmm. and it's hard in some places Um, yeah but it is a magical journey yeah and like when I look back at yeah it has been hard especially with what I've experienced you know in an abusive relationship but actually that's made me who I am today Mm -hmm. and I think I have great empathy for others so I started educating myself a lot about what goes into food and this highly processed food that is really cheap and available 24 7 is made to be highly addictive yeah and all of a sudden I was like wow that 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 that's why that's why and actually our bodies our tummy and our brain is linked and when we eat this food that's full of chemicals our brains don't even recognize that as food and that's why we can eat so much of it because it never fills your appetite up because your brain doesn't even recognize that you're eating because it's not food 
Wow. It's chemicals that have been made to taste like food, but are an awful lot cheaper to produce. Yeah. So again, that's a money making it is. scam. Gosh, I had... That we're just being pawns yeah. in the game, had... you know? I had one um, diet consultant once upon a time that said to me, which has always stuck with me because I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And I'm not sure mm. if it's the same in the UK, but in the supermarkets here in New Zealand, all of the um, good fresh fruits, you know, non, um, what do you call them? Non um, pro produce. Unprocessed. Yeah. yeah, all the produce but, and all the good yeah. stuff where you're on the outside yeah. against the walls. Everything yeah. in the aisles are processed yeah. and, and 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 made for us to get. Yeah. So try and get yeah. as many things on the outside of the the, walls, yeah. the um supermarkets yeah. and you're gonna feel better and eat better. And I was like, oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. It just blew my mind. I was like but, wow. but again, we're just used, aren't we? In in yeah. my local supermarket, when you walk in, they have whatever's on offer at the week. They have a big display of it. And it is always <laughs> cakes, biscuits, beige, a lot of beige, chocolate. You never walk into a, a lovely, colourful fruit, fruit platter. No. Mm -hmm. It's, you know. You're right. And, You're right. And, in our country as well, to eat healthy is far more, it costs far more. Yeah, same here. Than, you know, and we've got the cost of living crisis as well. So, yeah, it can be tough, but, you know, you, you can work around that because I, I eat healthily and I eat a lot less meat than I used to. I am a meat eater, but I'm a massive fan of the beans and pulses and lentils. And I've learned so much about food. And I didn't even know that those sorts of things contain protein. Yeah. I always thought protein was meat. Mm. So I have educated myself along the way. Um, you know, I'm not a qualified dietitian. I don't claim to be. Yeah. Um, my experience is a lived experience. And I'm one of only 3% of people that keep the weight off but lose it. So that's my expertise in the area. But... I have educated myself about food because it helps me make better food choices. And something that my body has got really good at is the better quality foods I've eaten is when I eat something that is maybe got a lot of sugar in, mm. I'll get heart palpitation. It really, my body really reacts to it now. Yeah. And it's almost like it's saying to you, Sarah, we don't want any more of this. <laughs> But I've tuned into that, Kirsty. Yeah. So your body is so fascinating. Wow. Uh, yeah, I get heart palpitations if I um, have anything with too much sugar in it. Yeah. And anything that has fried or greasy, my stomach will blow. Ah. So it, and literally very quite extreme. So, yeah, it's... Do you think it, it you have been... those sort of um, reactions prior to understanding that? And yes. when you were eating them more, 
Mm. prior to being where you know you're, you're at the start of your journey do you think you had those reactions but you just didn't notice them or... yeah yeah I just I just probably thought that that was how everybody was yeah um I remember always carrying a packet of um we have things in the UK called Rennies it's anti-acid Oh, yeah. indigestion indigestion yeah and I just used to have a packet of them I would eat them just like peppermints you know yeah wow. I, I never I don't even have any in my apartment now you know mm. so it's it's really funny how you <clears throat> you know you just you think that you need all these other things and actually you just need to cut out that that yeah. certain food yeah. Um the one food that I do not eat, and that that was again through choice, is bread. Mm -hmm. I haven't eaten that for over 20 years. Um, again, because my body reacted so extremely every time I ate it with bloating, really severe. Yeah. Um so I, I just choose not to, and I don't miss it now. Yeah, I don't miss it. It was hard at first because everywhere in the UK we have sandwiches everywhere. So if you go to places, it's like, have you got anything else that I can have <laughs> that's not bread? <laughs> or I buy a sandwich and just eat the filling. You know, yeah. there's a lot of money to pay out. So yeah, but you do you do find other things, and I absolutely love my life now and yeah. the opportunities that have come my way, the people I've met. I know that I wouldn't be experienced any of this had I not lost weight. So just by changing one little thing at the beginning, I had no idea it was going to lead me to this journey. And yeah. actually, at the beginning, if I'd have thought to myself, do you know what, I was going to lose 12 and a half stone, that would have made me feel completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sent me running to the supermarket for food. So don't look too far ahead. If, if you want to change, if you want to get healthier, just think about today. And instead of saying, I'm going to go on a diet, because the minute you say, I'm going to go on a diet, you're automatically saying you're going to come off of it. And get up every day. Every day I get up, I think, today I am choosing to be healthy. I'm choosing to. It's a choice and I love it. And going back to my self-worth, when I exercise now, Kirsty, I feel so empowered as a woman. Yeah. I feel strong. I feel more confident. So it brings all those endorphins in my brain. So it's amazing that you can get that from exercise. It's a very, very, very powerful, powerful tool that can change your mindset yeah. from negative to positive. So I would encourage anybody, first thing to do is get out the door, get out in the fresh air, mm. put your trainers on. It doesn't have to be all guns are blazing and hundreds of pounds spent on things. Yeah. Just basic stuff. Yeah. And, and, and talk to someone because I can guarantee you, you will not be the only one in your friendship group. And that's the thing. I think that's why I think it's brilliant that you're talking about this and bringing it to everyone's attention because it is something that is hidden. It is something that is being, you know, people are ashamed of. Mm -hmm. we, we're not the, you know, you're not the only ones in the situation. There's so many people doing it. So mm -hmm. to have that support and someone being open like yourself 
to show what you've been through, how you can change, what need you need to do to move towards it without <clears throat> the massive fitness, the cut all your food out and eat a salad. Um, you know, you're doing it in your most authentic way. And that's yeah. how you are going to move towards your greater self as being authentic to you and your body and your journey because everyone is different. Everyone yeah, has a different journey. Similar maybe some parts, but yeah. we're on our own journey. We need to listen to our inner self a little bit more, don't we? Oh, completely. Because it will tell you your body like my body tells me everything I need to know about what to eat and what not to eat by the way it reacts. You know, it's like, no, 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 we don't want any of this or yeah. we need more of this. Yeah, and I find that now when I crave things as well. So the other day I went shopping and I saw some. I thought I really want some basil. I didn't even know why. And when I looked at the health properties of it, it's really good for taking down inflammation and arthritis. Is yeah. so this little niggle I've got with my knee? I was like, oh, so my body was telling me to eat basil, and that'll be yeah. why then, because it yeah. wants me to take the inflammation out of my knee. It's a very, very clever machine. Yeah, but um. Going back to the support, I, I run a weekly and um, I do a subscription and I am live every week and I research a different topic. So like so many things can affect your weight loss. So last week, one of the members had asked me to go away and research sleep. She said, I've got such a terrible sleep pattern. So I did loads and loads of research and was amazed to find, Kirsty that sleep is one of the three biggest barriers mm. to people not losing weight not being able to lose weight and I just couldn't believe that it would be that profound yeah. and so I did loads of research on it and like we talked about it for like an hour and at the end and so we'll have different topics each week and then members ask me questions or they can say could you go away and find out about this for me Sarah and then we'll come back and discuss it as a group and it's a safe place for people to share because I honestly believe that sh sharing is healing mm. and we all feel better don't we when we talk about our problems so if we could talk about do you know what I'm really struggling to control what I'm eating because I felt that the food had power over me mm. I didn't have control of my eating it had control over me and that was a scary place to be as the scales were getting higher and higher and higher. What was also frightening was the ease at which that weight went on. That's what scared me because I thought, well, where will this, is, you know, if I carry on, where's this going to end? Yeah. So it is, it is frightening. But also don't criticise yourself for it because be empathic to yourself because those foods are made to be like that yeah but th that's why they're like that you know and those companies don't care if they're giving you type 2 diabetes absolutely they've you worked know? on the advertising they've worked on their marketing they have their packaging all to entice us into getting them right yeah and it's everywhere isn't it i mean even subconsciously yeah. wherever we go there's food being thrown at us it's on the in the bus shelters as you drive along on the road you've got big posters yeah. of burgers and pizzas and fried chicken and it's everywhere and 24 7 now as well did you know that they have um 
and I found this just like what um they have in the supermarkets they have all the treats and stuff for kids at eye level for kids like the kids eye level so they are actually looking at me oh mom can I have this mom can I have this I can't I couldn't believe that it's shocking how much we are manipulated really shocking isn't it absolutely so with your membership i mean that sounds like an amazing membership 15 pounds a month and you're it's personalized coaching like you get to talk and ask questions to you yeah that's that's amazing and um, i know that you've got i will put the details in the show notes for anyone that is interested and can get contact with you enjoying your membership um that is uh, a total absolutely yes you have to do that um yeah. month. wow that's incredible. yeah um with the we, we, you were talking about changing the way that you think and implementing or looking at things that you like about yourself there's there's a way that I do it with um my clients where I get them to be conscious of what they're thinking about so once they say something negative about themselves mm-hmm. well for the first couple of days just notice the negative talk that they talk to themselves about then once they catch themselves doing it catch it in the act because yeah. if you start saying like you want to say oh I can't do this and you catch it so you say oh and you mind I can't and you say stop Literally, yeah. the stop, the rest of that sentence just evaporates. Yeah. It goes away. And just flip it in with a positive. So I can do this. I might just need a little bit more time. So you mm. can just flip it around. And that's how you can start changing the way that you think. But mm. you have to be conscious of what what sort of stuff you're telling yourself. Yeah. And then yeah. with the things that you love about yourself, I get everyone to write a list of everything that they love about themselves. Mm. And I get them to read it every morning and every night so that they oh, are start their, um, training their subconscious back into build stuff to believing um, and bringing those the things that they love out even more so because we don't shine our, our really good qualities as mm. much as we should do. So when we're using repetitive um repetitiveness and consistency like you said we start changing that subconscious mind and changing the way that things are our beliefs and our habits so it's it absolutely is consistency i love that i love that as well stop because yeah. you you're just ending it aren't you you're ending that thought there and yeah, and, and it's a really good idea to read those in the morning and at night, the things you like about yourself. Because if someone has got really low self-worth, when you say to them, oh, you just need to love yourself, you're like, well, how do you even start? Even that make, feels yeah. huge, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's such a good idea. And it's like really how you idea. said before, just little steps with everything that you're trying to change in your mm-hmm. life. Just do it one step at a time. Do it day by day. Like, mm-hmm. don't start thinking about oh, I have to lose 50 kgs or I have to do this. It's put it in little stepping stones and just start day by day. I love that getting out and walking for 30 minutes and after two weeks you felt that change, like 
that is awesome and that is a fantastic start for anyone that thinks that they yeah. can do it and who would think that something is so simple they don't plaster that all over social media when they're selling you their 12-week shred for 100 quid are they they're not saying oh let's just go out and walk it's free it's not going to cost you anything exactly <laughs> you might like yourself a bit more afterwards because what infuriates me is we're really good at not liking ourselves and yeah. that whole diet industry just perpetuates that you know look or you've got people selling weight loss products that have never been overweight yeah you know, famous people and it's like well really where's that coming from yeah i, I just i'm so i think because it did so much damage to me yeah by the age of 14 having done two diets and i think that that, that really where did that, really... where did that come from at that age when you were so this is mad because the trouble with well it wasn't the trouble that i started my periods really young at 11 so mm. i had a woman's body by 14 i was very well developed so I had boobs of little waist and curves when I look back I wasn't even overweight Kirsty yeah I just had a woman's body and all my friends were still straight up straight down they didn't start their periods till they're 15 yeah. I wanted to be like them I wanted to yeah. be stick like them but I had this woman's body that I hated hated yeah and my mum just saw her daughter sad and thought, well, I better take her to Weight Watchers then. Bless her, she, you, you know, she. Did, I can't lay the blame yeah. at her door. No. And it's fact. I watched a really good documentary with um, Jonah Hill, the actor, with his psychiatrist Phil Stutz, and his mum was on there, and because he was an overweight teenager, and she'd, you know, put him on diets, and he said, oh, I thought it was because you didn't love me. And she said, no, I just had this child that was crying, and I was trying to make you happy. And I thought, gosh, that must have been exactly how my mum felt, you know. You, you you don't know what to do as a parent. So, yeah, it, it was interesting. But, gosh, when I look back, if I could just hug that girl that I was, you know, that child that I was, and say to her, darling, everything's going to be okay. You've just got a woman's body. That's all she needed to be told. Oh, but there you go. That's yeah. That started my journey and I wouldn't be living a life, had I not experienced all of that, I wouldn't be here today talking to you, would I? Yeah, exactly. So it was for a reason. Absolutely. It was part of my Everything journey. Everything for a reason. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I love that because it's. I'm still realising, like, doing this podcast today, I think it was today or yesterday, I worked in recruitment for nine years and so I did lots of interviews interview wow. candidates and things and yeah I was like ah oh, today I was like ah oh, that was moving me towards this how incredible yeah 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 and that's a tough industry tough tough, tough. Oh, yes yes very much so <laughs> let's not talk about that industry no <laughs> A whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, I know you've got a freebie for everyone. Tell us a little bit about that freebie. So I have um, a YouTube channel that is free to subscribe to. And it's got so much stuff on there that's free for you all. It's advice. It talks about food. It will make you, there's, there's a brilliant one on, um, 
relationships and if they're not supportive and how I've lost friends and why because they were sabotaging trying to sabotage my progress with their own insecurities yeah um there's so there's so much information on that I think there's about 24 25 videos on that that are all free to watch and I don't think there's one that you won't come away from having learned something or take something Mm -hmm. you know they're all solution based um videos so yeah that's completely free to subscribe to my facebook group has a daily post on my instagram has a daily post on and they're all completely free so there's a lot of stuff out there that's free and on my website i do do a five-week course as well that's available on there to book and my membership group that's live every night uh, every Thursday night, sorry. So th- so you can sign up for all of that it's on the website. And lots of information on the website as well. And we're going to add to that. Um, we've been doing a lot of recipes lately. So oh. that they'll be going up as well. Just different ideas to stop yeah. us getting bored with food as yeah. well. I'm oh, always okay. experimenting. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's oh, a lot yeah. of free stuff out there for you all to yeah. help and support you. Because that's what I want to do. I don't want anyone to feel the loneliness sadness the worthlessness the shame shame. Mm. yeah the shame that was the word that I felt yeah yeah and I have to say I felt very stupid because my doctor made me feel like that she talked to me like I was a child it was so patronizing I'd love to meet her today (laughs) I'd love a little chat we need to (laughs) you need a video of that (laughs) Send it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So I'll put all that information up on the show notes for everyone. Um, so if you want to work with Sarah Jane um, and get of her free freebies, the last little thing is I've got a few questions, the fun questions yeah. for you. The first question is, if authenticity was a colour, what colour would it be and why? I think my authenticity would be pink because i am a real girly girl and you know i believe you can be a very strong woman Mm -hmm. and still be girly i'm a tough cookie yeah but i'm also very pink as well oh that's beautiful my authenticity is pink i love that i love that if you could be any animal to express your true self, which animal would you choose and how does it represent you? I would be a black cat. Yeah. Um, I had a black cat called Alvin for 11 years Alvin. and he was sent to look after me. He was my healing cat. He always knew when I was ill he was by my side he was so calming if I was anxious if I couldn't sleep he'd curl up on me and we'd sleep and he gave me so much joy and love and comfort that I would like to be that to somebody else oh that's so cute and um if you had a magic wand which we know doesn't exist because you have to be consistent um but if you had a magic wand and everyone in the world had to follow one ruling you create, what would it oh, be? That is so hard. 
I think kindness. Mm -hmm. I think I there's it. not enough kindness in this world. So I think if I had a magic wand, I would wave it and make everybody be kind to each oh, other. Imagine that. I can imagine that. It would be a lot mm. nicer world, right? Mm -hmm. And that would mm -hmm. mean we'd be kind to ourselves too. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's including ourselves. Yeah. We just wand ourselves, Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yes, I love it. <laughs> and my very last question is, um, is there anything that you would like to say to the audience to finish off? Is there anything coming through for you? What would you like to? Yeah, I think I would just like to reach out and let anybody know. If you had told me that day in that doctor's surgery when I stood on those scales, I literally, if, if I could have jumped off a bridge that day, I would have. And if you would have told me I, I would could be living the life I could, I am living now, I would never have believed you. So yes. I want you to know if you really want to change, if you are sad and unhappy and you feel unhealthy, you feel addicted to food, you can change please know there is nothing special about me i'm just me a working mum juggling you know i just was consistent and please know if you want to change you can if i can do it so can you oh that is beautiful thank you so much for that and thank you so much for being on the podcast today i am sure that everyone is taking something away from this podcast and um, I'll, again, put everything on the show notes. Um, but thank you so thank much you. for being here. Yes, it's been a pleasure. I've absolutely loved talking to you. Oh, me absolutely too. loved it. Okay, thank you. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Authentically You podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. If you'd like to stay connected with us, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kirsty Impact Coach or Become Authentically You on the Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback and ideas for future episodes. Feel free to drop us a message or leave a review. Your input means the world to us as we continue to grow and improve. Remember, living authentically is a journey and we're so glad and grateful to have you with us on this path of self-discovery and personal growth. Until next time, always remember to be true to yourself, embrace your uniqueness and live life unapologetically because you are truly remarkable just the way you are. This is Kirsty signing off on the Authentically You podcast. Take care and keep shining bright.